Talk to us now and go to the TNT Radio interactive live chat room at tntradio.live. Lighting the fuse for freedom. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Jeremy Nell on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. <laughs> Jim Warfare at tntradio.live. It's my email address. Uh, I'll tell you in a moment why I'm laughing. Um, Send me an email. Let me know where in the world you are. As always, thank you to those who do that. I really do always appreciate uh, that sort of geographical insight. Uh, the world has become a smaller place thanks to technology. And um, jump into the live chat. And by the way, watch watch TNT Live now. I, I believe that it's on a, a series of different platforms. The one I use is YouTube. Just go to TNT's web, what you call it, TNT's channel on YouTube. It's 24 hours. Uh, I think it's on Rumble also. But basically, TNT is really, really upgrading now. And um, it's really great to see that you can now watch live radio. Strange concept. But uh, if you want, you can also listen to it. Either way, it doesn't really matter. My name is Jim. This is Jim Warfare, the Battle of Ideas. Talk that matters. For once, we just need to do what's best for this damn country and not what's best for the world. Today's News Talk Radio, TNT. <laughs> all right, James Denningpole, we need to settle this hunting matter <laughs> once and for all. But firstly, thank you for joining me again in the trenches. <laughs> it's it's a pleasure, Jim. Are you about to so, are you about to insult my 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 pastor? <laughs> thing that I enjoy. I, and by the way, you're going to be winding up loads of listeners. I bet there are some bunny huggers in your audience who are going to be. Oh, I, I love. I really hope I not. Animals. Hunting is so well. No, I hope not as well. Um, okay, so you're going to tell me you, of... that you go out with your big gun, your great big, your big penis substitute. Is that right? And you've got, and it's got, has it got a big bore? And you go and shoot. Yes. yes. What, you go and shoot impala or something like I that. I shoot. Yes, yes, impala as well as other antelope and buck and whatever. Yes. I bet you've never and you shot shoot a foxes. Cape I bet you, ne- you never shoot a fox. I bet you never shoot Cape buffalo. You know what? I I don't have the the heart, the balls yet to shoot a buffalo. It's such a big, beautiful animal, and it also it requires a different caliber. So, and which I don't own. Oh, um, what you say? But also, springboks are not beautiful. Come on, don't play that uh, game. You do it because you're scared, <laughs> and I don't blame. And I don't blame you. They've got really, really big horns, and if you make yeah. a mistake, that's it. You are you're dead meat, aren't you? So, um. I have no issue with uh, with fox hunting. I know that I know that they are uh, vermin to some degree on your side of the world, but it just seems, excuse the pun, overkill to shoot them. Uh, what what caliber do you? We don't, we use? don't shoot them, we, mate. We don't shoot them. Oh, do what not, do you do? You, you, you don't. We, we 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 chase after them on horses. We, we what we have a you have a pack of hounds, yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I know that. And the fox. But how do you actually get? Yeah, how do you the get fox? the fox though? Oh, the, the, hounds, hound. the, the hounds! Oh, the hounds. oh, right. We don't, we don't have guns, and and actually, yeah, the actual okay. hunting is done by the hunt, which is just the huntsman and okay. his whippers in. So that's like two other guys or girls, and everyone like else, that. all the people, all the people in the black and, and pink coats. Well, it's they're red, really. Um, they are called the field. They, they're spectators. They right. just follow on, and and the. So- the ex- the excitement is, is, is facing after the hunt and jumping over hedges and fences, fences and stuff. That's why it requires courage because it's really scary. Yeah. No, you're all right. You're all right. And James, I just want to say also, 
I I hope that it doesn't go away because it's it's part of that that culture that British culture of high society, isn't it? And low society, it, it, you get a a really broad social mix ranging from yeah, I, I suppose people who've got lots of money um, or have owned acres and acres for centuries to you you meet nurses you know nurses in the nhs they don't get paid very much you meet you meet all sorts you meet farmers i love the chat i love the mix it's like a mobile cocktail party is what it is because yeah. it, it, i mean it's the only time i drink in the day and you kind of have to <laughs> because otherwise you... <laughs> do you go drinking when you go hunting oh yeah yeah, yeah I, I would never do it <laughs> i would never do it sober because the things you're required to do are so scary. Look, I'm old. I'm 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 nearly sixty, Jim, and I did not ride as a child. I I took it up late in life, so I'm not a great horseman. And the things mm. you are required to do are things that would terrify anyone who rides a horse because it's <laughs> like it's so uneven and unpredictable. And and you're often there's often about five of you going for the same fence at the same time. And horses are quite big. You know, I, I don't know if you've noticed. Yeah. <laughs> get the timing wrong it, it could end up very messily and anyway. uh you can tell the difference between between the men and women because the men don't ride side saddle the women don't <laughs> ride side saddle. Uh, <laughs> um, I, thanks, the, the, thanks the to women, feminism the women look I, I tell you women in hunting kit they never look better it's fantastic okay so they're wearing hats i i agree <laughs> so, with you yes I agree. With one you. of the things you, you 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 see these people without their hats on you don't recognize them because they have all this hair coming down but when they're hunting they have their hair in a, in a net and and you see these faces pretty faces with these immaculate kind of 18th century uh hunt coats and and their tight you know jobbers and britches and the leather and stuff it's it's it, it's a it's a sexy activity as well among other things uh, someone's correcting me in the in the live chat saying that uh, foxes are not vermin. My apologies. I, I I'm I'm not. Yes, they are vermin. British. Of course they are. You, you, if, oh, are if they? you have a chicken, if you if, if if you have a chicken coop, you try telling me that the, the, uh, when when a fox enters your coop and slaughters all the hens, you're not thinking right. Oh, that animal isn't vermin. I, this is the problem. <laughs> there was so True. much ignorance. And by the way, can I just make one point before I, we leave off this because it, it's a contentious topic and lots lots of people have opinions on this. And they really have not a clue what they're talking about. I am pro hunting because it is the most uh, efficient and and yes. environmentally friendly way of keeping Correct. down the fox population. The only foxes that die, because the foxes are much, much cleverer and more cunning than, than a pack of hounds. The only animals that die are the sick ones and the old ones. The young ones stay safe they get away every time now compare that with the other control methods traps which which could you know leave leave an animal injured and dying for a long long time in, in hideous agony shooting which kills indiscriminately healthy foxes old foxes sick foxes it just blasts out the whole lot of them it, mm. it doesn't discriminate so if you care about nature and you care about foxes and the environment then you want to be pro fox hunting and i won't hear any kind of bleeding heart ignorant nonsense against it it's really annoying people just don't know and i think also mm. the world we're living in right now you've got you know evil predatory elites which are trying to forcibly inject us with 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 poison which are trying to take away our freedom to spend cash and force us to use 
uh, central bank digital currencies, which are programmable. So they can decide when and how we spend our money. They're trying to take away our, our, our farmland from us uh, and, and therefore our source of food. They're doing all this stuff. And you've still got people trapped in this paradigm where they're saying, yeah, but I still think this 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 sport should be banned because I don't like it because I like foxes. I mean, give us a break. <laughs> um, you actually created an interesting segue there, talking about evil elites. Uh, today oh, is Kissinger. Today is a special day, isn't it? Yeah, it's a very oh, Jim, <laughs> it is a very special day. I don't know whether you're familiar with that Latin phrase "de mortuis nil nisi bonum," which means well, I am now translated, "Never speak ill of the dead." Well, I think you and I might make an exception to that that particular rule in the case of. Henry Kissinger, who was surely among the more evil that has ever lived. Do you remember that, uh, that, that, that scene? Was it from The Wizard of Oz? Ding dong, the witch is gone. <laughs> Ding dong, the witch is dead. Which was, dead, which, yeah. which was written by, The uh, Wizard of Oz was written by Frank L. Baum, who was a Luciferian. So he wasn't one of the sure. good guys either. I, I, I imagine that Frank L. Baum and, and Kissinger would probably have got on because Kissinger was working for the devil as well. I was wondering, like, at, at some point, this guy was going to depart. He, he just didn't ever go away. No matter how much adrenochrome he took, it was he was never going to live forever. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's a he, hundred, I think. Is it? Isn't it? Isn't it weird how these evil predators? seem to live longer than most of us. I'm presuming it's because they know that they are exempt from all the poisons that they want us to take. So so they they know what the score is and they don't do it. So they're, while they're busily poisoning and killing us in, in various ways and starting wars, as Kissinger helped to do, the number of number of people that Kissinger must have killed, and yet here is this man who lives to be 100 because... You know the rules that are for us don't exist for him. He's got he's got he's got a, a get out of jail free. Mm. It's interesting though. There are these markers in the mainstream or in the establishment media that indicate to you when you should or when you shouldn't um, perhaps side with with somebody. So in other words, if the entire <laughs> mainstream media is celebrating the yeah. life of Henry Kissinger, you immediately know. All right, hold on, I'm going to take the opposite position. <laughs> I'm just I'm just letting the cat into the room. By the way, that's why that's why I was I was stretching away from the camera. Yeah, I I, I think that one of the great tells today is look at social media, um, or look at the media actually, and see who is bigging up Kissinger. And you've mm. got so far I've seen David Cameron, ex Prime Minister, now Britain's Foreign Secretary. Boris Johnson. Weird. Also Boris Johnson. Boris Johnson, of course. Boris Johnson. I think actually called him a peacemaker. I mean, it's it, 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 it's it's <laughs> you only have to, as you say, you only have to listen to what politicians are saying and seeing what the mainstream media is saying. Take the opposite position, and that will be the truth. And there is Boris Johnson talking about a peacemaker, when in, in fact the guy was about the world's worst warmonger. It's interesting, uh, James. Oh. This, this idea of good and evil, um, I've been thinking about this actually quite a lot lately. And do you think Henry Kissinger, when he went to bed at night, that he thought of himself as evil? I don't know if any evil person does. They, they see themselves as good. I, I think that's probably true. I mean, I don't think people 
look into um, spiritual issues enough. I, I mean, lot, most people perhaps think that sort of God is a fairy story and that the devil is a fairy story and stuff. What they don't seem to understand is that though they may think of them as fairy stories, the the, the predatory elites that run the world very much believe in the devil, in Lucifer, in 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 Satan. I mean, the you know they're sort of variations on a theme, but they in their religious view, um, their religious view is 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 very different from the Christian understanding of the world. So I think you're right. They have persuaded themselves that, for example, Lucifer is the bringer of light who liberated Adam and Eve from imprisonment in the garden. They think of the God, certainly of the Old Testament, they, they think of Yahweh, Jehovah, Jehovah, as this evil controlling force, which um, Lucifer, or Prometheus as he's sometimes called in, in an ancient myth, he liberated man from the Garden of Eden, which is a, a trap, by giving him knowledge, the knowledge that enabled him to escape the shackles of, of this evil god. So I think in their perverse way, you're right, they think of themselves as not, not necessarily the good guys, but the, seri- the, the, but the superior guys, the guys who really get it. You know, that they've achieved a level of understanding, they call it gnosis of knowledge um which has enabled them to transcend the prison of this world which has been created by the the the, the, the evil god as they think of him but i mean i don't think anybody thinks of himself as evil i mean not even stalin probably thought of himself as evil he probably thought well the work that i'm doing is for the greater good he was making an omelet and he had to break a few eggs that's funny. He's making a really big omelette <laughs> yeah. out of, uh, out yeah, of human, to hunt a few foxes. human skulls. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think you're right. I think that I think it is. In, it's probably in the nature of psychopathy to persuade yourself that you know it's all, it's all kind of justified. You know, you've got to shoot people in the back of the head every now and again. <laughs> Poor yeah. I mean, gets, Doesn't it get a bit fuzzy though? I mean, because obviously somebody like Kissinger. Uh, with all his foreign policy um, influence, I mean, he was profoundly, profoundly dangerous, and 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 I think very evil. Yeah. Um, but then it gets a little bit fuzzy because then you have somebody like, let's say, I don't know, Klaus Schwab, and he hasn't actually done anything. He just stands on a stage and talks with his with his German accent, and I don't think he sees himself oh. as evil, but I do. Don't don't forget that Klaus Schwab was the creation of Henry Kissinger. That. I think, look, if you listen to to the, the kind of people who would criticise you and me as kind of tinfoil hat lunatics who, who are pointing figures at imaginary problems, they would mm. say, well, of course, Klaus Schwab is just, he's not, he's, he's got no power, he's got, you know, he's not dangerous really, he just says this stuff, it means nothing. It's kind of a crazy conspiracy theory. What What, what they're neglecting is that People like Klaus Schwab are almost chosen for their their caricature comedy value. The, Klaus Schwab has never chosen to improve his English English to the point where he doesn't sound like a James Bond vi- villain. He, 
I think he relishes the fact that there's that awful picture of him on the beach in that see-through sort of um, gay outfit that he, you know, the one it's like, it's, yes. all, it's all see-through. And there's another yes. one it's, of it's, him looking It's very like, fabulous. Very fabulous. And there's another one where he looks like he's from some sci-fi movie. Uh, and, and I think that these pictures are leaked out deliberately. I think the accent, mm. the James Bond villain thing is designed to, um, make it look ridiculous so that the media the mainstream media which is which is part of the lie machine which serves the elites can say come on guys this guy's not dangerous but meanwhile in the background mm. you've got people like henry kissinger who created Klaus schwab who headhunted him he, you know he, he he picked him i think in the whenever it was in the in the 1970s about the time when it when kissinger was involved in the creation of the of the trilateral commission with Zbigniew mm. Brzezinski uh, and and David Rockefeller the money man behind behind all, all this um so at, at different levels there are these these figures that we are shown so you've got the junior level you've got Klaus Schwab and then at a higher level you've got um Henry Kissinger jetting around the world whispering in the ears of every every world leader and statesman getting kind of panegyrics written about him um in 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 the newspapers as a as a, a statesman and a, a great thinker and a great influencer um meanwhile there are there is this level of this class above henry kissinger which yeah. are the which are the real evil masterminds and we never get to see them we most of the time we don't even know their names i mean you know, the rockefellers clearly are in deep on this but i think some of the some of the family names some of the people involved we just don't know and i think in terms of the of the people the evil people that we did see we do see kissinger was quite high but ultimately he was basically a bag man for the people who yeah. run the world he wasn't himself um he wasn't making the decisions he was he was enacting them on on, on behalf of the of the evil the cabal the, the Illuminati, whatever you want to call them. James Daniel Paul, don't go anywhere. My name is Jim. This is TNT Radio. Rick Munn on TNT Radio. There was a, a statement that I saw last week that I thought was quite interesting from one of these uh, web spokespeople, the World Economic Forum spokesperson. And one thing that she said that I thought was quite interesting was she said, you know, um, there has been a little bit of a tail off with people buying into the vaccine narrative. And she blamed that on people like us spreading so-called missing disinformation. She said that climate change was a little bit too much of an abstract concept for people to really grab and get their heads around so that's not really taking off the way they want to either and then she said something very interesting she said you know what when the water crisis comes people will understand that because it's simple and everybody needs water and if you don't have water for a few days at a time you'll know all about it so maybe you know we're hypothesizing a little bit about what's what it's going to take to grab people and bring them back on board again with a world economic forum type narrative could this be what it is locked and loaded with rick mon on today's news talk tnt radio when i had my heart event close to four years ago i was at the gym thought i deserve a coffee and thought i'll top up with fuel ordered a coffee but while i was pumping fuel i started to get chest pains then it got worse and worse and worse so then i was leaning on the counter thinking yeah something's not quite right so then i went to wait for the coffee and that's when it really, really hit. And Joy just, you know, mouthed, do you need an ambulance? And I remember nodding. 
I wasn't even thinking about a heart attack. I just thought, something is seriously wrong with me here. So when the cardiologist came to see me, she informed me that I'd had what they call a widowmaker heart attack. Bit of a shock when someone says, you know, you nearly died. <laughs> Everybody should be aware of all the symptoms of a heart attack that women can have that aren't typical of the shoulder pain, the right arm pain. I go to the gym, I do yoga, Pilates, I swim, I go on bike rides, and yet I still had a heart attack. You just don't know it could be you. The human mind is like a computer. No matter how efficient it may be, its reliability is only as great as the information fed into it. That's a campaign promise. Tell us the truth. Tell us the truth. We mandate that the truth be told. You're hearing it. TNT. Uh, James, we were just chatting about um, good and evil people and how they see themselves. And I mentioned that uh, Klaus Schwab probably doesn't see himself as evil. And I'm going to ask you in a moment um, the big one, like what do you, th you know, what do you think Elon sees himself as? But before I get there, I just want to quickly, <laughs> I want to clarify something with you. During the break, we were talking about in hot weather. Do you think drinking a hot beverage cools you down or heats you up? I, well, because you you show me you're drinking water, and you're look. I mean, I don't want to be rude, but you are looking at the touch sweaty because <laughs> I gather it's thirty three degrees. Did you say thirty three? Yeah. By the way, thirty three. You didn't. Yes. <laughs> it's it's thirty three here. Well, so the it's, evil it's, number. It's pretty warm. People are going to listen to that. You know, people who are awake are going to be listening. Why is it thirty three and not thirty two or thirty one or thirty four? Why did he pick that it's, number? It's thirty three point three. <laughs> Wait till it gets to 666, then you'll be in trouble. <laughs> You're hot as hell. <laughs> so you, um, I was suggesting that perhaps you ought to be drinking tea like I am. I mean, yes. I, I drink tea because I'm English and it's what we do. But I would say that hot weather, TV, uh, hot drinks are a good way of cooling you down. Also, I seem to remember that um, Iodivic um, medicine says that you shouldn't drink ice icy water um you should hmm. drink kind of room temperature water i can't remember sure. why um anyway I uh, okay so let's let's go uh, uh, back to elon i was asking earlier yeah well i was we were chatting about good and evil elon is an interesting one isn't he he's a bit of an enigma um what do you think he sees himself as well i think he shows you occasionally um, I, the, there's a there's a phrase from the New Testament: <laughs> "By their fruits shall you know them." And um, what does what does Elon mess, uh, Musk dress up as when he goes to a Halloween party? Yeah, I saw that. I mean, he goes. What was it? Was it Baphomet or is one of those one of those evil demons? Um, okay, so you could argue it's just fancy dress, but I think that. Like a lot of these people, a lot of these elites, Elon Musk is fragmented so that he has separate personalities. So there's the kind of the guy who did he, did he smoke dope with Joe Rogan? Was that yes. Elon who did that? You know, there's there's the guy. I'm a relaxed guy. Just happened to be a billionaire. Happened to be own Tesla and SpaceX or whatever. And but I, but I can have a a joint with you and 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 be be a regular guy um and he can seem to be really great on twitter or x as he he's now decided to call it for some kind of weird satanic reason um 
And at the same time, I think behind the scenes, he gets up to stuff that really you wouldn't like like to know about. So does, does when he looks in the mirror, does, does he see the devil staring back at him? I think he doesn't. I think that I think that he 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 comes across as somebody who's sort of comfortable with himself, relaxed, happy. Now I think that's one of his many personae, but I'm sure that's the one that he thinks of when he looks in the mirror. I don't I don't think he he sees the burning flames of hell in his eyes. <laughs> I, he, I get the he wouldn't be a very convincing act if he did. Yeah, I get the impression that he he sees himself sort of as some kind of Tony Stark. Yeah. I think he likes that. I think that, uh, mm. look, I think you're right. They are all actors of various kinds and they do sort of model themselves on these fantastical creations, which were after all probably the, the product of the imaginations of, of the same people who are part of these elites. Mm. So it, it's all, it's very hard. I think at the high levels, it's very hard to differentiate between fact and fiction. So I think they, I think they merge. I think the, yeah. the the whole um I in fact this is this is the thing that our next topic of conversation um is is big on that the, the idea that we are living in an illusion and everything is a everything is a fantasy and I think that, that to a degree that that does explain how the world works that it is it's not what is true it's what they persuade you is true what they show you through the media what they show you through the entertainment industry and I think the character of somebody like Elon Musk sort of segues into these into these x-men characters that they, they, they don't know who they are that they just um do you know what it's I'm also saying? just roughly it's also just one of like the weirdest names ever it's like it's like a sort of anagram isn't it yeah you're, you're looking for the real name hidden underneath i don't know i don't know what the, <laughs> what what the real name is well i mean speaking of looking for things underneath you recently did a, th um, a thing with david ike how did that go good segue there i like i like it <laughs> yeah i did <laughs> i did um and do you know what it wasn't it wasn't what i was hoping it was rather sad i because i i've got a confession i have never read any of david ike's books um members of my family have and and, and th th there were some members who have been down the rabbit hole a lot longer than me and it was david ike who who introduced them to concepts like well you know the greatest hits that the, the lizard people um that the royal family aren't really goodies um that oh i mean he's got he's got so many of his predictions right hasn't he i mean the the, the there is video footage of from 10 years ago of Ike talking about what's coming down the line and central bank digital currencies, the war on, I mean, I forget the details that he predicted, but the war on farmers, um, the use of, of kill shots masquerading as vaccines, um, the, the, the massive corruption of the, and the nefarious intentions of the biomedical industry. You, you name it he's he's he, he's seen our, our our dystopian future um and a lot of people who are awake i i, I wish i knew what what the what the better euphemism was people who've sort of become aware that the world isn't isn't quite as it was sold to us by our school teachers and even by our parents um quite a lot of people have have 
gained their first understanding of this of, of the truth through the writings of David Icke, and he he deserves credit for that. Um, I never went through that 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 process. In fact, I was one of the opposite people. I I found Icke's public image and his persona to be such that actually it probably delayed my my journey down the rabbit hole i didn't i didn't want to be one of those people who was associated with this guy who i'd seen on tv and i found him a bit awkward and embarrassing and and shifty if if if, if truth be told so it's a double-edged sword that for some people he is almost the messiah he is the the guru who who bravely spoke out when others were you know not telling the truth and he deserves credit for that but there are people like me out there and i think we need to acknowledge this for whom he had the opposite effect so if you if you were sort of speculating on on whether david ike is a goodie or a baddie is he is he really one of us or not those who um who were who were kind of red-pilled by him would say yes he is the godfather of 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 us conspiracy of, of conspiracy theorists. He taught me all I know, and I will always respect him and thanking him for that. But there are people on on the other side of the argument who could who could potentially say, um, "Well, hang on a second. Maybe he was he he created this awkward persona and 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 deliberately humiliated himself on the on the the BBC on the Wogan show." not in order to enlighten us but in order to have people who believe in conspiracy theories and stuff marginalized and mocked and associated with this figure who is let's say he's a marmite character at best he's not you know he's not somebody that is necessarily easy to love anyway this is all by way of leading up to this live event i did with him i, I don't whether you've noticed Jim, but I'm not afraid of speaking my mind. I'm not one of those people who sort of sits sits there and just just takes it. If I think you're great, you germ, I'll tell you. If I think you're rubbish, I'll kind of make it pretty clear. Well, I probably wouldn't be doing your doing your show. <laughs> it's it, 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 it's the same with you know. I went into this live event with David I thinking. This is going to be a meeting of minds. You know, we've got similar but not the same audiences. You know, the the Venn diagram. There's probably quite a lot of space in the middle. I totally respect him for what he's said in the past about as as a kind of revealer of truths. I like a lot of what he's been saying on Twitter recently. I think he's right. He's called Israel Gaza right. You know, he's kind of a plague on both their houses. This is just another psyop, and I think he's been very sensible there. Um. And I, I thought it was going to be a, a sort of a celebratory event where we could both, we with our audience, could enjoy the fact that unlike 95% of the world, we know what's going on. But it didn't turn out that way. Um, I was I wanted kind of banter, um, a, a bit of self-deprecation on his part, which he doesn't do. I wanted some jokes, which he doesn't do. And I wanted some some quick fire exchanges which he doesn't do now partly it's my fault for even thinking that i could i could make him something he's not it's like i thought that maybe because i'm a bit of a cheeky chappy sometimes and because he knows that i am down the rabbit hole that therefore he would feel more comfortable with me 
But what I found was that talking to him was like, like pressing a button on a jukebox. You, you press the button, it goes, and the record's playing. And you can't stop the record playing. You're stuck with that song for, well, mm. I mean, I, I, I would say three minutes, but in his case, it's more like 20 minutes. And you're sitting there going, yeah, but I want to interrupt. I want to interrupt. And you, uh, you know, I want it to be a chat, not a monologue. So that was a, that was a frustration, but there was a bigger frustration. Um, which again, I, I suppose I should have known about. I mean, I'd, I'm famous for not doing much background research because I, I mean, that's <laughs> deliberate. It's partly it's partly because I'm a lazy ass, but partly it's for the genuine genuine reason that I think conversations between people should be conversations between equals. I don't like doing interviews. If you mm. so, if I'd read all David Icke's books, I, I would be sort of focusing on particular details of his book. Whereas I wanted it to come out in the course of the conversation, who he is, what he believes in uh, and stuff. And what I realized as the the non-conversation we were having um, evolved in the course of, of this time we spent on stage, that he is incapable of or unwilling to explain his philosophical position. So... David Icke thinks, as I understand it, that we are living in a simulation. Okay, fine. I mean, you know, so we're living in a giant video game. Nothing is real. Everything is an illusion. And I think his solution to that is we trans that we, the way out of this is through love. And through love, we transcend this simulation we're living in. We become at one with the universe, right? Okay. It sounds so great said, new energy. It, it, it's very exactly a Luciferian even, but we'll, 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 we'll come to that. Well, so I'm a Christian and it really wasn't my business germ. I did not go onto that stage thinking, I know I will turn David Icke to Christ. I'm not yeah. one of those Christians. And, you know, if people are interested, fine. If they're not, I will shake the dust off my shoes and move on. That's the deal. You don't want to kind of, it's like when you come on too strong to a girl, she doesn't like it. I don't, so I don't I know I had no intention of converted converting David Icke to Christianity. But when I started, so I said, look, as you probably know, David, I'm I'm a Christian and I find our we Christians, our, our understanding of the it's a narrative that makes sense that there is this, you know, I understand God created us in his image and, and he sent his only son to die for our sins. And it, it just it sort of makes intellectual sense to me. Uh, um and that there is a war between the fallen angels and and the angels still in heaven and and so on this explains that the earth is 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 kind of as 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 paul says in corinthians it's the domain it's the devil is the god of this world which explains why why we're enjoying the stuff we do so i said look that's what i believe but explain to me what you believe because i said i think there are flaws in your argument if um if we're living in a computer game, the the designer who 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 is the designer, um, yeah. and why did this designer character, um, why did he give us a sense of right and wrong, and a love of truth and beauty? I mean, even though some people lie and stuff, it doesn't mean we don't know what a lie looks like. We we are, we we have these these. I mean, C.S. Lewis writes about this a lot. We have the, all these clues within us which point towards a. A, a creator who who is benign who wants us to do the right thing and that so that makes sense to me i didn't really understand where 
Ike's worldview is coming for. Why did he do this? Now, if he, if I could say to me, okay, well, look, it's like this. I think the world was created by an evil bastard demon um, called the Demiurge. And the evil bastard demon deliberately gave us these qualities like, like love and a moral compass and stuff because he really wanted to screw us over. He's a sadist and he hates us so much that blah, blah, blah. It, that would have made sense. But instead... He just stonewalled me and, and insulted Christianity. He said, your freaking religion, he said, which was kind of red rag to a bull. So I wasn't taking that. But as I say, I was not approaching him as a Christian confronting a non-Christian. I, I get what you're saying. I was, yeah. I, I'm, I'm genuinely intellectually curious. There's loads of stuff yeah. about Christianity that I don't agree with the mainstream on. I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm finding out. Yeah. And if somebody can't engage with, with ideas, why am I wasting my time on the stage with him? That was my view. Yeah, no, I I get what you're saying, James. Hang on, I'm going to continue that line of thought after this break. Just uh, hold on one moment. My name is Jim. This is TNT Radio. With his expert analysis and opinion, this is TNT Radio's Timothy Shea. While the fiery images of mostly peaceful protests coming out of central Dublin over the weekend were disturbing, and although no one condones arson, property damage, and violence against police, it was good to see the Irish finally get their Irish up and direct their ire where it properly belongs, against their own government, which has been selling out the Irish people for decades now. What triggered the upheaval? The stabbing of a young woman and two little children, including a five-year-old girl who is still in hospital with life-threatening injuries, by a Muslim maniac who was, you guessed it, known to police. The Garda disarmed the man just last month after finding him with an illegal knife. They knew he was a problem and they did nothing to stop these attacks. Ireland is actively promoting its own destruction. It is committing suicide in exactly the same way the United Kingdom committed social suicide. The number one name for new boys in Galway last year, Mohammed for the first time ever. Ireland needs to get a hold of the fact that the enemy is within the gates and their own government are the ones that have opened the doors. From MAGAinstitute.com, this is Timothy Shea for TNT Radio. Internet crimes against children in New Mexico are real. And when it comes to protecting your children, the New Mexico AG's office and the ICAC unit are on the front lines. I'm New Mexico Attorney General Hector Balderas. There's nowhere to hide for online predators in New Mexico. We are working tirelessly using state-of-the-art technology and resources to seek out and find them wherever they are. Please talk to your children about the dangers that exist online, social media, games, and messenger apps. It's always important to know who you're talking to. Help fight online predators in New Mexico by submitting a tip today. Germ Warfare is Jeremy Nell on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. Yeah, sorry for cutting you off there before the, the break, James, but you were just talking about um, David Ike and you were struggling to to just have a conversation uh, f- figuring out you know what is the foundation of his viewpoint but that is actually uh, it's a very profound comment because it's something that I often wonder about you know when people ha- hold a view from where does that view come like when you wake up in yeah. the morning what is it what is it that sets your foundation and I think that's kind of what you're getting at totally look I I'm not one of those those um well christians for example that's just just like yeah i have faith and and um you know it is so 
I'm I'm a product of my education or anything else. Yeah, that I, that I had a you know private education, then went to Oxford and stuff. So so I, I guess I do try to intellectualize things. I'm genuinely curious about the world and I want it to be explained to me in a way that makes sense. So I'm always learning. I mean, there are things about Christianity, as I said in the in the previous um third, that that I'm not I'm not altogether sure about. And, and as you know, there are there, there are differences of opinion between the Eastern Orthodox Church and the Roman Catholic Church and the Anglican, you know, the, the Protestant Church and so on about, about what exactly constitutes true Christianity. I'm really, I would certainly not judge anybody uh, based on on their religious outlook. So I'm I'm as comfortable talking to Muslims and Hindus and New Age people. That that, but I do think that whoever they are, whatever background they come from, they should be capable of making a case for their ideas for, for for their philosophy otherwise it's it's just meaningless if you're just going to sit there and say this is how it is and and it and this is how it is so there i'm not going to be persuaded or re- even really interested because all you're doing is yeah. you're just bloviating this is just like nobody made you the pope nobody nobody put you in a position where you can declare ex cathedra what is what is true and i don't even think the pope should be in that position either people people need to be need to be challenged anyway the conclusion i reached and it i'm i'm not exactly um revealing stuff that has not been talked about before where ike is concerned he is he's new age you said it that he's he may be absolutely right on the nature of the conspiracy against us yeah he knows that about the moon landings and 9/11 and stuff and but I think I'm about to go and waste a, a, a the title of an essay I'm planning on writing on this. Um, but I'll, I'll give it you as a treat first. Um, it's it's I'm going to call it David Icke's Gingerbread House. Um, and and what it is is this: he's he's got a he's built this lovely gingerbread house in the woods. And lots of truthers are coming up to this house and they're going, oh, it's made of this delicious gingerbread and these sweeties and, and oh, it's, thank you. Thank you, David. Thank you for giving us all this free gingerbread and these little, um, you know, fizzy sweets and all my favorites and those those chocolate buttons with the hundreds and thousands on them. And and and, and it's great. Um, those those bits, those little bits um, of, of deliciousness are the lizard-headed royal family and the 9-11 was was an inside job and all the conspiracy story stuff which let's be honest he's not the only person doing it i mean bill kit bill cooper was doing it before he is there were lots of other figures out there alex jones is 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 doing it and i i'm not i'm not passing judgment on on you know ike ike for that what i'm saying is that it is i think theoretically possible do you not think that just because somebody is feeding you information which is true and which accords with the truth movement's interests does not perforce mean that this guy is working for the good guys in the end. And for me, his new age stuff, which is a mishmash of all that occultist stuff that 
Madame Blavatsky was promoting in the 1880s and which um, W.B. Yeats was was participating in in the Order of the, Order of the Golden Dawn. All this stuff with Alistair Crowley, um, the, 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 the sort of the incorporation of eastern mysticism and, and and yoga and by the way i've done yoga i'm not i'm not so hardcore that i think yoga is satanic but the new age is a mishmash of occult occultist traditions which is ultimately uh, a reflection of what the illuminati believe that the the, the people who run the world believe that it is when it comes down to it it, it is designed to kill god and replace him on earth that is that i mean you know that in 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 the christian understanding of the world um the, the book of revelation warns us that the antichrist or an antichrist or several antichrists will come back and people will be persuaded that this is our new messiah and lots of people will fall for this but he's not called the antichrist because he's christ this isn't the second coming this is a fake christ and one of the things that the book of revelation predicts is is that there will be a sort of merging merging of of religions i think it does um but that, that yeah is, um that is... somebody called sorry for for jumping in but somebody called spencer smith uh, he's got a great youtube channel he refers to it as the third adam um which is that it's that sort of it's that amalgamation of all those people that you are referring to and they all come under the banner including christians they all come under the banner of the sort of universalist well it's just about love and that's the it. moment you do that the moment you do that you you dilute and you water down absolutely everything and then suddenly satanists and christians and muslims can all come together under the same banner then what's the point in having the difference <laughs> the differences in beliefs well also if it, i mean look as as the Beatles sang, all you need is love, and those words were almost certainly written for them by by Adorno from the the, the Frankfurt um, the Frankfurt it was Adorno wasn't it from the Frankfurt School of Marxists the Beatles were a, a Tavistock Institute psyop designed to so they were very much part of this of of this new age thing that's why they went to to India to hang out with the with the yogi. It was all following a, a, a script, and so many people fell for it. And 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 you 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 hear the same thing when people talking about Harry Potter movies, and and you say to them, "Well, you realise that Harry Potter is essentially promoting Satanism, or or, or it's it, it's it's designed to get the kids comfortable with the idea of magic and stuff as being a good thing, and with witches and wizards, and it's designed to turn them away from Christianity, and it's why." Christian families will not let their children watch this 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 pagan this this pagan stuff, and what what you hear people say in defence because people get very touchy about this. They say, but but you don't understand what's the what's the message of Harry Potter? Why does he survive? He survives because of the his love for his mother, and people th people think in their in their naivety that just because the New Age promotes love and, and 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 the christian the christian faith is is to a degree about love that therefore there's no difference really between the the new age and, and christianity but there's a world of difference that they are in fact the antithesis they they may use some of the same language but they could not be further removed and it's really sad this for those of us who are 
have been on marches against against the the vaccines and against all sorts of stuff um some people are christians some people are new ages and we would like to be united um and we'd like to make the world mm. a better place but within us there is this massive schism did we but know it and and, and it, it I... is not a schism that's easily bridged Oh, 100% agree. It's something that I thought about maybe about a year ago. Um, I, I realized a lot of allies were created during the COVID era, particularly against the vaccines. I, for example, have become completely and entirely opposed to just any vaccine altogether. Yeah. Right. Um, and I wasn't like that before the COVID era. So this is a silver lining for me. But I realized that there were these interesting um, alliances created with, as you pointed out, somebody who, who on the same page as me, but then is a vegan and then suddenly has a major issue with the fact that I go hunting. Um, and I'm like, uh, okay, but what, what's the problem? We agree on vaccines. No, 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 but we, we can't be friends because you know, you shoot animals. Oh, yeah. okay. And suddenly, and suddenly that schism reappears. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the, you know, funnily enough, I, I, ha I had this problem, um, at one of my, I did this amazing event, um, I think it was last Christmas. I loved it. It was such fun. Uh, where it was a sort of a sort of night of sort of awake comedians and me. And the after show party was DJed by Danny Rampling, which was just just fantastic. It was like going to heaven. Um, and uh, somebody, one of one of the people who'd, who'd be, you know paid money and he was a fan of mine to come and see me, accosted me afterwards and he said no I, you know I, I, he he brought a joint with me with him to, to try and sort of win me over and uh he said can't just have a smoke with you i said yeah yeah sure sure so and he tried to tell me that 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 fox hunting was really bad and that that you know animals that it was cruel and stuff and i said look can i stop you there i i absolutely love foxes as most hunting people do you know it's not about hating the fox we respect it as our quarry and and actually I've, I've explained earlier why i think it is the least form cruel form of pest pest control it's actually the opposite it's it's a it's it, it gives the fox a much better chance it's fair but you know we the bible is very clear on this that psalm 8 is very clear on this that that god gives man dominion over the animals it's not an equal we're not all equals the, the ecologists think that you and i are, are on the same level with with bacteria or, or or mold um well we're not that not according to the to the the biblical understanding of the world the christian understanding of the world god made man in his image and gave us the the animals and 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 the 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 joys of the world for our delectation and also as part of our responsibility we looked after but we are we make the decisions we animals are made of meat for a reason and it's tasty meat it's because that's the deal We're, they're there to be eaten you know and not all of them not not but, all I mean, at once yeah I, I yeah I mean I agree with you people get upset about about hunting but they don't get upset when other animals hunt animals and they'll go no but you see that's what they do that's instinctive okay but if you've ever seen if you've ever seen a, um, a lion for example or a cheetah or a leopard take down its prey i'm telling you now i think if that thing had a choice it would rather take a bullet <laughs> yeah uh, uh, absolutely and by the way i mean this is sort of a bit of a segue but but it's the same so many of the the sort of forms of thinking that we've 
taken for granted. The idea, for example, that everyone has now that men and women are exactly the same and we should be equal. No, no, we're not well, the, the same. The Bible doesn't doesn't say that. And and it's not because the Bible was invented by these sort of bullying, dirty old men who just wanted to keep women under their thumb. It, it's well, not if you not if you believe that ultimately it's a divine in origin it's a way of 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 making a world that that works for everyone that i'm not sure for example that a lot of women are really happy about being dragged away from their children to to be forced into the workplace i mean they, yes. they, they may persuade themselves that when they, when they read magazines telling them that that you can have it all but I'm not sure that a lot of women actually genuinely feel that 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 that, that feminism has really benefited them, and I'm not sure oh, that James, the children have benefited. From I'm it. so sad to tell you, but times against us, and you've brought up oh. such a such a great talking point. Sorry, why did you wait so long? Next time, <laughs> well, because we were talking about other interesting stuff, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, we were. All right, okay. I tell you what, let's just quickly get this in before we run out of time. How can I follow yeah. you? Well. I've got this podcast you may have heard called the Delling Pod. The Delling Pod. D E L I N G P O D. Yeah, Delling Pod. And uh, you can find it at all the all the. I, I don't. I'm not sure how much space it gets on YouTube these days. I'm amazed you haven't been kicked off yet. But but it's I all the other places. Off. Oh, you have. Okay. Um, but I I people can find me through Substack. I've got a really I've got a really killer podcast at the moment with the, which I'm keeping paywalled because it with a with a. A former mother of darkness uh who was involved in all kinds of satanic rituals and and and, and seen the light been saved by god but it but it's it it um it would make the hairs on the back of your neck stand up but i but I, I i do essays and stuff so check out my sub stack if you can i think you i think listen to my one of my podcasts i think i think you might easily become addicted to it <laughs> james denning paul i almost said james denning pod James Dellingpole, thank you for joining me in the trenches. It's always a pleasure chatting to you. I'll come back and we'll talk about feminism next time. I can't wait. I'm actually going to take you up on that because that is a great yeah. topic. Okay, cool. <laughs> anyway, thank you yeah. so much, James. And thank, uh, you. thank you to thank you to Alex for keeping the show going. And Anoop, who's uh, making uh, me look good now because we are now doing the live video feed. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing seeing excuse the pun how this pans out in time please send me an email jim warfare at tntradio.live tell me what you thought of the show if you really 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 dislike james um uh, don't tell me because i am going to invite him back whether or not you like it <laughs> yeah just, just um, don't watch my podcast but, i mean that's the <laughs> <laughs> it's that simple but, yes but please do email me jim warfare at tntradio.live as always tell me where in the world you are uh, there's a quick comment here from Holly. What does she say? Uh, dang, missed most of that. We'll have to rewatch. You see, that is the great thing now about TNT. Hey, Alex, you don't have to watch it live. You can catch up after the fact. Um, you can listen to it and I believe watch it. And we nice also name, Holly. Have, have just hit 10 million downloads. Amazing. All right. Um, I think that is my time. I'm out of here. My name is Jim. This is Jim Warfare, the Battle of Ideas. <laughs> <laughs>